0: Hey everyone and welcome to Claudine's Bites of Inspiration, where this podcast is led by Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. For in Him, I live, move, and I have my being. I'm so glad that you decided today to to join me for Season 5, Episode 12, because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice. I will rejoice. I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you all so much once again for my list for the listeners. I take this, I I don't take it for granted, but I I count it as an opportunity to share what the Lord has given me to be a a mouthpiece for the Lord. And so God, I just thank you this morning for allowing me to be able to be a mouthpiece, to be a light on this earth. And so today, you all... Uh, let me just before and before, before I go into teach I want to just say that continue to keep my family in prayer. Yesterday we lost a family member, um, Michelle um, White, such a beautiful soul. It was actually my husband's cousin. And um although she's my husband's cousin, her and I were talking and we'll say, "Girl, forget marriage, you know, uh, we're really like we felt like we were blood cousins and so we're going to truly miss her, but we know that she's in eternity with her heavenly Father, back to her maker and so Though it's sad to see her going the natural, we know that she is with her father and no more pain. So continue if you don't mind. Please continue to keep my family in prayer, the, the Tidwell Hicks-Walton um, family in your prayers because they have lost a, a glue to the family. She was truly a blessing and such a light. And, and so we just we, we thank the Lord for the opportunity for family members. And um, and actually I'm gonna go into this and it just reminds us that our days are, are so, you know, are. Our number, we know our days, the Lord knows everything from our beginning, from our ending, and we just want to be on assignment. We want to make sure that we're doing what the Lord has called us to do, and no more wasted time. It's just, it's, why waste time? I think the older we get, I know for myself at least, older I get, I realize that, you know, I'm you know, in my 40s, and like, okay, so see, I live to 90 or 100 or seven or whatever, but I have that time to make sure that I'm doing, and my life lines up with the purpose and assignment that the Lord has placed in me before conception to come on this earth. And so I pray over you all that you all will, will, will stand and make sure that you're doing what the Lord has called you to do. That we'll, we'll just you know, um, say goodbye to nonsense and 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 um, do what the Lord has called us to do. And so that leads me into. Today's topic or title, if there's a title, I'm not, I am wasn't too sure what to call that, two different titles, and this title that I have for today says, Critic- Criticism, How Do You React to Criticism? And I'm not too sure if that fits the title, but I'm just gonna go with it, I'm just gonna let it flow. So my question is, no matter who you are and what you do in life, you will be criticized. There are people who will see something to hate and criticizing you no matter who and what or how safe you try to play it. Now the question is, not will you be criticized? The question is how will you act when you are being criticized? I mean criticism can be a difficult um, difficult for a lot of us, and a person's self-image can be damaged by that one critical thing or remark. And with that um, some people walk around wounded. others walk around with a wall built all around them. That was me at one time, a few years ago I would you know with criticism and different things I and that wound with that wounded heart, you kind of build a block or a wall, I should say around you. But I wanna share something with you today, and some of you may already know this, but there's a way to not allow criticism and or, and or critical words to get to you. And let me add that this is something I've learned, like I just mentioned, that I've learned over the years with my walk with the Lord. It wasn't something I just woke up one day and said, oh, I know what to do. Um, but I had to first learn that um, to leave our defense in our Father's hands, we've got to leave it up to, in our Father's hand Trust that where God needs to speak up in your defense and favor, that he will do it in a way that no one can contest or ignore. Secondly, we've got to learn to cope with criticism. We cope with, um, by and we cope by trusting God, once again, to be our defend, to defend us. And while we're at it, while we're trusting the Lord, we guard our hearts, of course, with that's where the words is to guard our hearts. And as mentioned in the very beginning, people are, are going to criticize. There, there are some people that, that's just what they do is, um, it's just what they do. It's almost like they're set on an assignment to break you down or to, to just, you know, talk bad about you. But once again, I say to you to let God be your defense and to guard your heart. And so our, our job as people of God is to just love them. And as long as you're doing everything, you know, it's to just, yeah, it's to love them. That's what the Lord says, to love your enemies, to love them. And I know some for some people they may be hard, but I encourage you to just love them. Um, just love them. Um, there are some people who who will will love you as long as you're doing what they want you to do, and if you're not, then comes the criticism or the the bad mouth. But love them. Let God be your defense. Paul stated that he he was um, the the least concerned about the judgments of others. He said that he did not, he did not even judge himself because he knew he his 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 life was in the Lord's hand. And so I actually saw a um a statistic. I don't know how how correct it is. I kind of went on again today, kind of look at it again, but I've heard this a while because it says that it's proven that 10% of people will never like you. That's 10%. And it's that, I mean, it don't seem like anything, but that, that, I guess that's a lot. But that tells me that there's 90% that that is for you. And I also once read somewhere, and I'm just going to paraphrase this, that the true mark of, hum, of maturity is when someone hurts you and you try to understand their situation instead of trying to hurt them back. And that comes with criticize, even with them criticizing you. So even when they hurt and criticize you, as I mentioned in the first part of my, the podcast of the very beginning, we've got to learn to leave our defense in God's hand. Trust that where God needs to speak up in your defense and favor, he will do it in a way that no one can contest or ignore. And once again, secondly, we've got to learn to cope with or with criticism because it's going to happen in life no matter who you are. We've got to learn to cope with criticism and we're going to cope by trusting God to defend us and to guard our hearts, to love and to pray for them. I'm going to add a third part of that. Don't get offended. Keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. Don't get offended when the criticism comes and the, the bad you know, mouth. Don't get offended, but keep moving forward in the destiny God has for you. All right? And I actually have a few scriptures I'd like to also kind of release on you, um, kind of um, share with you all. Um, there's a, a scripture, I believe it is Luke 23 and 9, and it says, uh, when, um, it talks about Jesus, and it says, when people come and came and, um, yeah, when, it, when they were, let me pull up that scripture, I'm going to stop right now, let me pull that scripture, but I don't want to mess it up. Luke 23 and 9, let's see. And it says, when Herod saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased because for a long time he had been wanting to see him. From what he had heard about him, he hoped to see him perform a sign of some sort. He plied him with many questions, Jesus with many questions, but Jesus gave him no answer. So right there, although he was bothering Jesus, do this, prove yourself. It said that Jesus really kind of ignored, he just ignored him. So when people come against you and try to make you look bad, try to discourage you, remember you're in good company. Jesus was probably the most criticized person more than anyone on the face of the earth And because we see that in that scripture, it's actually Luke 23. You can go back to the very beginning if you like. I just read Luke 23, 8 and 9. And like I mentioned, I used to be that person that would try to get my point across and try to defend myself. But like Jesus, and who wants to be like Jesus? He's our ultimate, the one who should be our example. He stayed focused on what he was called to do. He stayed the course. And instead of causing arguments and different things to happen. He it said that Jesus didn't answer him. Is actually what it says. And you can read it for yourself to get a better understanding. So my dear one, Jesus, he set the example for you and me. We don't have to try to win the approval of others. We don't have to try to prove ourselves. We have to understand that not everyone, like I mentioned to you, is going to understand you. They're not going to approve of you. Our focus should be to follow Jesus' footsteps in leading us and allow him to order our steps. And so the next time someone criticizes you, remember the example of Jesus Christ. And I know I've said this few times throughout the podcast, I'm going to say it again. The next time someone criticizes or speaks bad about you, we must learn to leave our defense in God's hand. Trust that where God needs to speak up in your defense and favor that he will do it in a way that no one can ignore or contest. Secondly, once again, I'm saying this over and over because I want us to get it. I want us to get it as a people. I really want us to get it. Secondly, we've got to learn to cope with criticism. We cope by trusting God once again to defend us. And while we're at it, we need to learn to guard our hearts, Yes, God, our hearts love and pray for them. The Bible says, pray for our enemies. Thirdly, don't get offended. Don't let don't allow the criticism, the bad wording, words about you to, to offend you, but keep moving forward in the destiny God has assigned for you on this earth. You're an assignment. And believe it or not, everyone that comes in our lives serves some type of purpose. It's there's some lesson somewhere. So instead of getting offended and you know, bad mouthing them. Ask God, God, what is my assignment in there? What's going on here? But so just remember, move forward in the destiny God has for you. Don't get distracted. So let me encourage you today with this word. Keep silent over criticism because criticism is not a, you know, just keep silent. And I've actually learned to be that way. And sometimes people will will mistake it for weakness or inability, but it really isn't. You're following the leading of Jesus Christ, who's our ultimate um, example. And it's also, as I mentioned, even in that quote I did, it's a sign of maturity and demonstration of God's love and your and your strength. So I say unto you once again, don't get offended. Keep moving forward in the in, in the destiny that God has assigned for you. All right? So I hope that that really encouraged you today because even when I was typing it out, it encouraged me to not be moved and swayed by what people were going to say because people, once again, they're going to talk. I had a situation a few years ago that the person was just really coming down on me, just really just, you know, just really just, hammering it it was it was just it was just not looking good just really talking bad to me when well, you did this and you don't do this and you do this as a leader you don't do this and I left it I let them speak and once again don't I want to encourage you all for those that a lot of people to just speak and share with you know yell and do what they do just allow them to speak sometimes a response is not always saying something but just being silent and that's what I did while this young lady said what she said I was just silent and I listened to her I said okay and I'm just the person, and like I said, I've al- I guess I've always, not always, but I've, in my later years, I've always just been the person to just kind of just listen. Because I just feel you don't always have to respond like I mentioned. I'll let them talk and say whatever. I said, okay, well, I apologize. If that's how you felt. The next day or day or two, that individual called me back. Um, we we're doing something in front of, actually, it, was, it wasn't just me. It was in front of some other people. And She said to me, I repent. I ask you my sister, as my sister to forgive me. And even when people do that, let me tell you something, that takes a big person, a mature person to, to apologize, not just in front of me, but in front of others, and say, I was wrong what I said about you. I was wrong the way I came at you. I asked the Lord to forgive me, and I asked you as my sister to forgive me. So that says a lot, even about that person's character, and I love her today, even because of even that situation, there were even closer because of that situation that took place. And so I really hope that that encourages you, that you will allow the Lord once again to be your defender that you allow the Lord to, to speak on your behalf and not try to speak for yourself. Sometimes it's not for us to speak for us, but allow the Lord to be the one to do that, okay? So I pray that my brothers and sisters that are listening, in um, the Lord that you are, are encouraged today that criticism, this is part of our walk, it's a part of just what's gonna happen to us. So do not get discouraged and don't um, lash out on anyone, but trust the Lord, guard your heart, um, and you know pray for them, love them, keep moving forward to the destiny God has assigned for you on this earth. All right. All right, so I do have a few scriptures I'd like to also um, share with you all. And then I'm going to do a prayer in the very end, alrighty? righty, give me a moment, okay a water. And a sip of water. And the script, first scripture I'm going to read is second Timothy 2: 24 and 25 that's amplified. Version, it says, the servant of the Lord must not participate in quarrels, but must be kind to everyone, even tempered, persevere in peace, and he must be skilled in teaching, patient and tolerant when wronged. He must correct those who are in opposition with courtesy and gentleness in the hope that God may grant that they will repent and be led to the knowledge of the truth, accurately understanding and welcoming it. Once again, that's the Amplified version. James 4 and 11, Amplified says, Believers do not speak against or slander one another. Lord, help us with this. Believers do not speak against or slander one another. He who speaks self-righteously against a brother or judges his brother hypocritically speaks against the law and judges the law. If you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge of it. That is James 4 and Dear friends, as part of God's family, never speak against another family member. This is, I'm going to read James 4.11. I'm going to tr- read the Passion Translation, excuse me. Dear friends, as part of God's family, never speak against another family member. For when you slander a brother or a sister, you violate God's law of love. And your duty is not to make yourself a judge of the law of love by saying that it doesn't apply to you, but your duty is to obey it. That is James 4.11. That's the Passion Translation. Galatians 6, 1 through 3. My beloved friends, if you see a believer who is overtaken with a fault, the one who is in the spirit should seek to restore him in the spirit of gentleness, but keep watch over your own heart so that you won't be tempted to exalt yourself over him. Love empowers us to fulfill the law of the anointed one as we carry each other's troubles. If you think you you are somebody too important to stoop down to help another, when really you are not, you are living in deception. That is Galatians 1 through 3, the Passion Translation. Proverbs 15, 1 through 5 says, Respond gently when you're confronted, and you'll diffuse the rage of another. Responding with sharp, cutting words will only make it worse. Don't you know that being angry can ruin the testimony of even the wisest of men? When wisdom speaks, understanding becomes attractive, but the words of the fool makes their ignorance look laughable. And that was Proverbs 15, one through 2, the Passion Translation. This is a very familiar one. This is Proverbs 15, one through 2. A soft and, um, this is the amplified, I just read the same thing, but this is amplified. A soft and gentle and thoughtful answer turns away wrath, but harsh and painful and careless words stir up anger. Ooh, some of those words can be so Painful. It says, it stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise speaks knowledge that is pleasing and acceptable, but the babbling mouth of fools spouts folly. And I'm going to read Isaiah. I'm going to end with this last scripture Isaiah 54 and 17. This is the voice translation. It says, But no instrument forged against you will, uh, uh, will let me repeat it. I do apologize. I have got tongue tied. But no instrument forged against you will be allowed to hurt you. And no voice raised to condemn you will successfully persecute you. It's that simple. This is how it will be for the servants of the eternal. I will vindicate them. That is Isaiah 54:17, the voice translation. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for those words, those scriptures. The word of God is powerful. Sharp, quick, and sharper than a two-edged sword. So, God, we thank you for your word, this is true. It is truth. And so, God, we thank you. And so the prayer I wanted to share with you all, this over the weekend. I, I don't know if you guys know that I'm a part of the president of, president of Douglasville Glow Community Lighthouse here in my city of Douglasville, Com- community of women that just love God and love people. Our job is to love without inquiring whether or not people are worthy of it. And we just, we're a part of Glow International. And so this weekend, we actually had our annual um, War Room um, um, experience and our theme was, and I'm going somewhere with this as I end. Don't worry, I'm going somewhere. I didn't lose it. But our theme was the armor of God. And so I want to close this, this session out of podcast um, podcast season 5, episode 12. I'm going to close it out by us putting on the armor of God. And then we're going to go straight into prayer. I think putting on the armor of God is very important. And I'd like for, for you to pray, um, say it out loud verbally, pray the fallen prayer. All right. And I'm going to pause as I say each armor. I'm going to pause so that you can say it. Repeat after me and put the armor on. The Bible tells us this in Ephesians 6, I believe it's 11 um, through 16. I love that. I want you. I encourage you all to read that also. Read about the armor of God. Ask the Lord to show you how to put it on, what to say, what to do when it comes to the armor. Because it says in the Ephesians that, you know we're not we're not it's not against flesh and blood we're struck it's not against flesh and blood but it's against spiritual wickedness in high places darkness and and so even with the criticism it's there's something behind it and so that's why i encourage you all to love and don't get offended and allow the lord to defend you because this thing is not natural it's not a flesh and blood thing all right okay so we're going to go into the prayer for the armor and once again i'd like for you all to join me in just saying it out verbally saying this out and so see i put on the belt of truth I ask you, Lord, to help me to seek, speak, act, and stand on your truth in every situation. Now I put on the breastplate of righteousness, knowing that my righteousness comes from you. I ask you to help me guard my heart and to fill me with your love and compassion for others. I put on the shoes of peace to spread your gospel. I ask you to give me um, sure footing in you so that I will know your perfect peace. Bring peace to every situation that I am involved in. Let others see your peace in me, God, on me, around me, and living through me. Let my life be a testimony to those I encounter every day. And I'll take up the shield of faith to extinguish all the fiery darts of the evil one. I ask you to help me to help me not to receive or flow with any of the lies, deceptions, temptations, accusations or assignments of Satan or his demonic forces. I ask that when these attacks come, these attacks come, they slide off me by the oil of the anointing and are extinguished by the washing of the water in the Word of God, that is a shield of faith. And I put on the helmet of salvation, knowing that I am saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Father, I ask you to help me to cast out every vain imagination and to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Jesus Christ. I take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And I ask you to write your word on my heart, God, my soul, on my mind and my spirit and bring it to my memory and help me to use it wisely. Help me to walk the talk and talk the walk, Father God. Now, help me to always pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests to be alert and to pray for the saints. We don't say that one, but that is also very important. So, Father, we thank you right now. Father, we stand and we pray right now. I pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ, God, for your restoration where things have been disrupted or even destroyed. Father, I declare your restoration right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you and I pray restoration. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray for salvation. Father, I pray for deliverance for our, for myself, God, for my loved ones, and for, for my enemies, Father God, for my friends, Father God, for those that may be listening, Father God. I pray for salvation and deliverance for them right now. Father, create in me a clean heart, create in us a clean heart to renew the right spirit within us. Search our hearts, God, and our minds and take away anything, Father, that is not like you. And once again, God, we ask you to create in us a clean heart to renew the right spirit within us. We pray for those that are struggling even now, God, mentally, spiritually, emotionally physically, Father. Father, I pray that right now that you'll touch their minds, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you give them perfect peace, God, their minds are stayed on you in the name of Jesus Christ. So many people are going through mentally um, over being overwhelmed, Father, God. Some people are talking about having they've never had panic attacks before, now they're having panic attacks. God, I have to release your grace and your peace over them now, your shalom. I God, I decree and declare that our minds are being renewed, oh Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I thank you that our minds are being renewed, God. Father, we know that we're not perfect, but we serve a perfect God. And so God, we thank you right now that you're teaching us how to love our enemies, how to pray for our enemies, God, and how to guard our hearts and how to allow you to be our our shelter, to be our defender, Father God. So God, we love you right now. Father, we bless you. We thank you for your word, Father God, your word that says that we are more than conquerors, oh God, and that we are loved by the Almighty. Father, we acknowledge your name, that you are great and great to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. You are wonderful. You are holy. You are righteous, Father. And so we say right now, God, that we love you. We seal this prayer right now, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God, we just thank you. We bless you. Father, we honor you, we adore you, and God, I pray that you'll cover those that are listening in the blood of Jesus Christ, Father, as we start our day, as we get ready for lunch, whatever it may be, as we, we're clocking out to go home, God, I've sealed this prayer, oh God, with the blood and your word, oh, Father, water and the word, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, I pray, we love you, God, in Jesus' name, amen. And so until next time, I thank you all, I pray that you all will have grace, grace, um, as we prepare for my, my cousin's burial. So I pray that you all will have grace if I don't get on on Thursday. If not, I will see you all on Tuesday. May the Lord God bless you all and keep you. May his face shine upon thee. Once again, shalom.